You're listening to ISM The Podcast, where immigrant stories matter. We're here to amplify immigrant voices and create a community where people from any background can come together and embrace each other's differences. It's time to end the negative stigmas around immigrants because they're freaking rock stars. And we're going to prove that one story at a time. All right. Hello, guys, and welcome back to ISM The Podcast. Today I'm here with Michelle and Prince wants to, I kicked him off of here so many times but he insists on being right next to us so I guess we're just gonna leave him here. Yeah, he loves me, huh? He does. Yeah, he loves he me. Oh mm. my gosh. <laughs> Michelle, for those of you who don't know, is Nico's mom. So she moved here from Italy a long time ago with her parents and I mean, thankfully you did because, well, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, now Penelope needs to come too. Yeah, this is they just... all like to join us. All right, you got just no snoring, okay, please? <laughs> oh, just because I said that. <laughs> just because I said that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so thanks for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Are you excited? Yes, yes, I It's am. weird, right? <laughs> a little bit the first time. <laughs> a yeah. lot of people don't know, but, like, it's all good. It's just, like, a normal conversation, and we don't get into anything too crazy. It's really just about your life. So okay, that's fine. It's all about you telling your story. Okay, ready. Awesome. So go ahead, tell the people what they want to hear all okay. about where you came so from. So I came, yeah, we came to the United <laughs> States in 1971 mm -hmm. uh, from Naples. And um, I was about um, one month shy from being turning 11 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, my sister was um, 14 years old, and then we had my brother who was uh, six years old. And uh, we, uh, we journeyed ourselves to... Uh, here in the United States and my mother was afraid of taking the plane because she's never been on a plane mm -hmm. so she convinced my father to come on a cruise line oh and so uh, so we did so um, the journey coming over was beautiful mm -hmm. it took seven days it's kind of like a family vacation yes it was like a family vacation a cruise yeah. line uh, yeah. there were two ships they uh, were pretty brand new and um, so the whole trip here was beautiful. It was like being on vacation, you That's know. That's nice. Oh, it was nice, you know. And then we uh, arrived to New York. Mm -hmm. uh, and the uh, captain announced that, I'll never forget this, the captain announced that they would want to see the Statue of Liberty to go up on the top deck. Oh, wow. So it was very early in the morning, around 7, 7 a.m., I think. So we all, you know, got dressed, ran up there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like a rainy day, cloudy. Mm -hmm. dark sky and that's when the reality started kicking in that really we left uh, our sunny naples the water yeah and we got here but anyway so when we uh got off the ship it was like um we got a feeling of like a cold sensation like the the port was like this huge big house you know like warehouse mm -hmm. like you know all these people with luggage coming off yeah but anyway so we went through the whole process my uncle two of my uncles came to pick us up mm -hmm. in new york and then we drove for hours to boston in a car wow. and um 
And so we stayed with my uncle for about a month, uh, and then uh, we moved out. You know, we rented an apartment. My parents rented an apartment. We moved out, and we came here to East Boston, and I've been here since then. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. How life works out. And it's cool that I just recorded Nana's podcast. So if you guys haven't heard that one yet, you should go listen to that first because <laughs> it really just makes everything, it's kind of like a different way of telling the story right. through your eyes instead of Donna's. But she described it in the sense that, you know, she just wanted to move here and give all of you guys a better life. Of course. And of course, that I can't imagine that's probably so hard regardless as a kid. You have your whole family, your friends, and then they're just like, okay, well, this is a better choice. We have to go. go. So that must have been hard. It was hard. It was the hardest part was leaving our friends. I think you know our mm -hmm. school and our friends because yeah. when they told us we were coming to America, we know we have family here. Mm -hmm. uh, we had cousins, you know. So it, it, for us, like we were young, so we thought like you know we didn't really give it too much, you know, too much thoughts on mm -hmm. it. We're like, okay, we're going to America. You know, we're going to see our cousins and. Um, and you knew it was going to be permanent? We knew it was going to be permanent, yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we said bye to all our friends. We cried, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, we kept promising each other that we were right to each other. Yeah. You know, all that good stuff that you do in, as, a, as a child. As a, but, uh, so, but we did. We kept our promise. We wrote back and forth for, you know, for quite a few years with our friends, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll st we still keep in touch from oh, time good. to time. I will see them when we go back. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, but, um, when we, when, then when we got here, it was like we, um, all three of us, when we went to school, my parents went to work and, um, it was kind of a, you know, it was kind of tough. My mother never worked, uh, well, when she had us, I should say, she, you know, she pretty much never worked. She was okay. all raising us, you know, mm -hmm. my father was the only one working. Um, but when, you know, got here, you know, we started a new life. So mm -hmm. they both needed to go to work. We mm -hmm. needed to furnish our, you know, our apartment. Right. We needed so many things. So they decided to both go to work. And uh, my sister and I would take care of my younger brother. We would take him to school in the morning, uh, make sure he came home uh, with us, you know, after school. Uh, we got home and we had chores. My sister was to start dinner. Uh, I was just at the table, make the beds, you know, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. They give us chores to do every day, and, mm -hmm. and you had to do them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they came home and they were not done, then there was trouble. There would be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> of course, especially with the Italians. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's, that's hard. I but mean, the hardest part, I want to tell you, yeah. was that, uh, so... We when I got here, uh, they put me in junior high. It was mm -hmm. sixth grade. Okay, kids are and, mean. And then yeah, kids were very mean to us. So, um, but shortly after, they introduced the bilingual program to the uh, Boston Public School. Mm -hmm. So that was great, you know. Yeah. So uh, we were able to just uh, start going into the bilingual classes. But the kids looked at us in a different way mm -hmm. because we now like they felt like we were being special treated you know what I mean and we oh. got special privilege or something I see and so they started giving us a hard time and there was always you know fights fights after fights so um, between you guys and them yes that's horrible yeah, it was horrible um so the teacher one of the teachers decided not to send us to uh for recess 
you know, when you mm -hmm. go for recess. Yeah. He decided one day, this is not, it's not worth it for you guys, you know, go out there and get a beating all the time. So oh my God. he says, why don't you guys just stay in the classroom? I'll put some music on for you guys and you guys, you know, do whatever. Mm -hmm. So we said, all right, with that, you know, we all agreed, mm -hmm. you know. And so, but we would just uh, look out the window you know, they were all outside, you know, at recess. We were in the in this classroom, and we looked out the window, and they they would see us. So mm -hmm. one day they decided to come into the classroom oh to fight us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, so it was, it was rough. It was very rough, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. And, and it continued on to high school. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They, they uh, one day a football team beat up one of our... Uh, Italian bilingual class, uh, this boy, they beat him up so bad, they send him to the hospital, yeah. No. Yeah. That's so yeah. horrible. I I can't even imagine that. Just well, like back in the uh, 70s, uh, there was no such a thing like now, there's a law, no bullying, no this, you know. Right. There was none of that. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it still happens regardless of all of that, but I just... It's so crazy because especially now I feel like there's so many immigrants here and they make up such a big part of all of our communities, especially in East Boston. Now, yes, but back when I came in the 70s, um, it was um, it wasn't as a, you know, big immigrants like it is now. Okay. You know, so it was mostly Italians coming. Mm -hmm. That was the, the, the boom of the Italians coming over. Okay. You know, and, early 70s late 60s early 70s and then it stopped yeah yeah oh wow right okay so so pretty much we're here we were uh, pretty much all italians and irish mm -hmm. um but other than that i mean you know we made friends you know because now we made friends with all the bilingual kids with all the italian kids so we mm -hmm. kind of you know we kind of like uh, stayed together mm -hmm. and became, you know, really good friends. As a matter of fact, you know, all my 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 uh, kids from school, my Italian kids, friends, they we're still very good friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we still, you know, talk, go, we, we see each other, and all that. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't That's easy. Good. It was it was tough. It was tough, but uh, we survived. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever have moments where you were like, oh my gosh, I wish we never did this. I want to go back. For six years, the first six years, I I didn't like it here. Oh, really? did not like it here, no. I cried, I cried, and I told my father I want to go back, mm -hmm. I want to go back. So when I graduated high school, mm -hmm. um, I didn't want anything. I said to my father, the only thing I want for my graduation is a ticket to Italy. Aww. And so he told my mother, I heard him one day say to my mother, you know, why don't we just send her? Mm -hmm. And there was a, a lady that we knew, a friend of ours, um, that she was going that year and she was like you know middle-aged woman mm -hmm. and so my father says you know we can send her with you know she can do the trip with her mm -hmm. and so they did and that was the best best summer ever you were there the whole summer the, summer, the whole summer i wow. went wow i told them so i said fun. if i'm going i'm going for the summer yeah uh it was funny do you remember when i told you when we first got here and we went by the Statue of Liberty, and then we got off the port and uh, the ship, and everything looked uh, big, gloomy. gloomy. Yeah. Cars were big, streets were big. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not used to that. Yeah. Well, the same thing happened when I went back after six years. 
Really? Now I back up six years. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't remember these streets being so so narrow, so small. Yeah. And the cars <laughs> being so small. It was like the same yeah. thing that happened when I came here. It oh was reversed. When I went there, mm -hmm. I saw Italy in a different eye. Right. Because you got so used to everything here. Everything big here. You know, yeah. cars. and. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But I loved it. I had I had the best time. That's good. I'm glad to see all my friends and my, my relatives. Right. It's good that you go back and forth yes. a lot too. And then, and guys, sorry for the snoring in the background because my dogs are right here and they're sleeping and Penelope just, just ignore it. Just like some <laughs> light music in the background, yeah, right. we'll call it. <laughs> but um, that's really great because then um, Nico and Carlo were able to really assimilate into that lifestyle and that culture as well. Yes, yes. And that's so important because, I mean, for me being Brazilian, I was obviously born here, but I can't imagine growing up not having that culture, not being able to speak the language because unfortunately there are a lot of people who move here who have kids and they want so badly to assimilate into this culture that they don't teach their kids the right. language. You're right. They don't really bring their kids into that culture at all because they don't want the bull the same bullying and things that happen to them to happen to their kids right right but it's good that you really embrace that no i embrace it i made sure as a matter of fact nico i don't know i'm sure nico must have told you the story that uh we always spoke italian at home yep and um and my mother you know helped me raise them and as you know nonna doesn't <laughs> english is not yeah. that great so it was yeah. always in italian so when Nico went uh, went to school, mm -hmm. the first day of school, um, they thought he came from. <laughs> he thought he was Italian. He came from Italy. I came from Italy. <laughs> you know, so up to this day, he always says to me, "I can't believe I'm an American citizen. I was born here, and I could not speak English when I went to school." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but that's a good. That's how it has to be. I, right. If you don't teach them when they're young, they won't learn. They won't learn. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. But that's good. See? That was very important to us. Um, I, I, I can't really explain it or pinpoint it why we remained so... Uh, we wanted to make sure that we never forgot our language, our mother language. Right. You know what I mean? It was very important to us. That's good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I don't know. Was it because when we first got here, we... We couldn't get used to it, you know. Right. Maybe I'm not really sure, but mm -hmm. it was very important that we were always with Italian uh, friends. You know, we spoke Italian. We went to functions, uh, parties, and stuff where we were all always speaking our language. Mm -hmm. I guess we felt comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because you know, don't forget, we were learning too. We were learning the language. Right. The first, you know, couple of years we were learning because when. Mm -hmm. When we first got here, we didn't know a word of English. Mm -hmm. I remember the first day of uh, school, uh, Mr. Cantilli, i never forget his name. <laughs> he came to me with um, index paper, you know, like letter card, and says to me, uh, put it on my desk. And he says, put your name, address, phone number. I looked at him. I'm like, what is he saying? I don't understand the word he said. No way. So I had this girl next to me, and she was, had been here for about a year or so. And mm -hmm. so her English, you know, was already a little bit uh, better than mine. And so she goes, he's asking you to put your name, you know, address, phone number. And this is how it started. And then. Crazy. Yeah. Well, now you're here. Now we're here. You've made it so far. Do you, do you ever look back and 
think about like your parents and their sacrifices and of and course all the about, time ooh. we we think about them all the time yeah. we think about how difficult like sometimes we uh we you know we when we're all together my sister my brother we're like you know uh, because now we're older and you know we look at life in a different way and mm -hmm. we said you know what i wonder how how it must have felt for our parents you know my mother late 30 so mm -hmm. she was 39 my father in, in in the 40s and to pick up a family and move to you know another country mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't easy for them right but they did it they did it for us yeah they wanted to give the children a better future right yeah that's awesome right it really is that's great and i feel like that's a lesson and something that i continuously learn every time i do a podcast i try to reflect afterwards and think about new things that i hear but also things that i can relate throughout every ep episode that i've done and i think so far the no number one thing that's consistent is people talking about the fact that it's so important to water the roots yes and to yes you can move to wherever it is you want to move to but never forget where you came from exactly and you know what's what it's amazing that um those kids that when we first went to school they were giving us a hard time believe mm -hmm. it or not those kids were kids from immigrant parents. Wow. You know, because if you really think about it, we're pretty much all immigrants here. I mean, yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean, it goes back to generation, yeah, generation. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much, right? So those kids were, they were, they all came from immigrants. Yeah, parents. whether from Ireland, from Italy, from right. another country, they were all kids of immigrant parents, and they were treating us like that. Why do you think? Because they were the kids that you just uh, described. They were the kids that don't know anything about their roots, don't know the language, never mm -hmm. learned the language. For them, was they were American. They were born here. They were Ameri all they knew was you know it mm -hmm. was it was that. Mm -hmm. So, do you think it could also be a jealousy thing? Could be a jealousy thing. Could be mm -hmm. um, because you know we were like we used to say to our teachers, why are they treating us this way? Their, their parents come from another country. Right. You know, why they have to, you know, but, well, I guess we'll never really know the answer, but, you know, you can just, you know, uh, assume or assume. speculate, yeah, mm -hmm. that, you know, that's what, that was the uh, the reason why. But, yeah, so, it, no, I, we made sure, we made sure that, you know, we stayed, in, you know. True to yourself. Yes, of course, you know, with the uh, language and, you know, going back the culture and all that, and pass it on to our children. Mm -hmm. And I hope that someday you pass it on, yours to that yours, and Nico passes on to his, you know, the, yeah. his culture. Yeah. Because they will have, they will have both, you know, the mm -hmm. best of both worlds, right? Yeah, right. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome, you yeah. know, to know more than one language. I know, definitely. It really be. All right, Michelle. So, my last question that I ask to everyone that I interview is if someone is looking to you for advice they want to move and immigrate to another country what advice would you give them i would say do it mm -hmm. uh, because you know it's um it's nice to uh, not only explore other countries uh you know learn a new culture you know it gives you more different opportunity than what you have mm -hmm. so i would definitely say yes do it yeah uh, you know but also depends, you know, what country. You know, there's some countries that really, really, uh, you know, uh, would be a great opportunity for them to come. Definitely. Right? Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, no, I would I would say to anybody, you know, that they should try it. They should yeah. try it. Why not, right? Why not, right? Because, I mean, you know, it's it's always something new. Yeah. You learn, you know, you, you learn new cultures, uh, new languages, you know, uh, you learn so much. Mm -hmm. And you can always go somewhere else. Exactly. You can always go somewhere else. But you have to take risks in life. Exactly. You only live once. You just, only live once. Just got to do it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for being well, here. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you all so much for coming back and listening to ISM. Every story is so different, but so important and unique. So we're happy to have you guys back and can't wait for you guys to listen to the next one. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to ISM, where immigrant stories matter. Make sure to subscribe so that you get notified when new podcasts are released. And if you just can't wait for the next one, follow us on Instagram at ISM the podcast so that you're always in the know. Until next time.